let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good evening, and good news, Eurovision is here. Welcome back to the Do's Poire podcast for this special Tuesday edition of Do's News. And why is it a Tuesday edition? Because Eurovision starts tonight. My name is Jack. This is my favourite co-host of all time, Liz. And Liz, are you as excited as I am? Oh, my Lord. I don't know whether to shake it out or shake it in. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit like it doesn't feel real. It's really like it's now, now is Eurovision. It's here. It finally arrived. I know. And I think <sighs> this year is really, it just feels larger because it just feels that we've been so long without a proper Eurovision. I mean, I know we had mm-hmm. Eurovision last year, but there were still the restrictions and, you know, people had to send in film clips. It didn't feel like we were back 100% to Eurovision. It feels like. We are back to a hundred. Well, we're at ninety nine percent, depending on if the sun works or not. We're possibly at ninety nine, ninety eight. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We're almost back to a hundred percent. Almost back to a hundred percent. It's. Uh, it really does feel surreal that it's here. Like, yeah, we did have Eurovision last year, but with all the restrictions uh-huh. and our entrant couldn't even be there. Yeah. At least our entrant is at Eurovision this year. I guess that's. I know, baby steps. Little win. Yeah, baby steps, right? But it feels really good. So tonight, obviously, it depends on what time you're listening to this, but okay, let's say Tuesday night, May the 10th, Uh uh, Eurovision will kick off in Turin with semi-final one, (gasps) then on Thursday, semi-final two, and then Saturday night is the final, and we will crown a new Eurovision champion, someone to wear the crown that Monoskin have worn so successfully this year, possibly the most successful since Celine Dion, maybe. (laughs) Oh, and haven't they worn it in a sexy manner, that little sexy bunch of vixens? Oh, vixens they are. Now, okay, so first semi-final, this is going to be, this is the one I think people are considering to be more of a bloodbath, as in <gasps> uh, there are a lot of songs and there aren't that many positions yes. to get through. Conversely, other people say semi-final two is the bloodbath, so oh, I don't know. No, I'm with, I'm with the first category. Looking at it, I think um, the, the most interesting stuff is in the first semi-final. I think it's going to be a real scramble. We are talking like, you know, punch your mum <laughs> to get to the front of the queue. That's how it's going to be in semi-final one. People will be taking down family members. Um, it's going to be so tight. Second round, not so much. I think Australia, we lucked, we lucked out. Well, before we get to semi-final two, you've got songs in semi-final one. The big favourites, you've got Ukraine, who are the big favourite uh-huh. to win the contest for whatever reason. We'll debate it afterwards. you got the Netherlands. That's a huge fan favourite with the Dipta. Um, Moldova is a lot of fun. Uh-huh. It's about a train ride to Bucharest. Uh, we've got Latvia, eat your salad. Latvia, eat the, your salad. Off the rank. You know what? I think that 
that is so good. I think that is so good because it is, it's a real sort of like, you know, off the wheel kind of, you can only get it at Eurovision. I love it kind of song. <laughs> and I, in a way, I actually think it's really good that it's number two because I think as soon as that starts and he starts singing about eating his fresh pussy, everyone is going to be like, oh, we're home. We're home, Jack. We're back home to Eurovision. <laughs> Well, you know he's not actually allowed to say the word pussy at the Eurovision Song Contest. It has to be bleeped. Well, you know, we all know it's pussy. We all know it's pussy. And one of the reasons we all know about it, this has been something I really didn't expect, but Eurovision has really thrived and flourished on TikTok, which is where Duncan's Arcade went mega viral viral. a couple of years ago. Super viral. has like a billion plays on Spotify now. Um, and Monashkin, they got off to a running start thanks to TikTok, and now Latvia. I really don't want to see Eurovision start rail, you know, reining itself in just for the benefit of TikTok. You know what, Eurovision, you're bigger than TikTok. You keep it fresh. You keep it real. You keep it juicy as fuck. <laughs> um, another few favourites that are in semi-final one: Portugal, Austria. Obviously, big, big. Um, well. They're doing okay in the odds. You've got Greece and Norway, mm-hmm. two of the bigger players this year. So, what about uh, uh, Subwoofer? Where's Subwoofer? N- Norway. Yeah. Which I literally just said. Oh. <laughs> I keep forgetting that they're from Norway. There's a part of my brain where whenever you say Norway, in my head, I just think Kino is coming. They're not coming back and it's Kano. You Damn are the it. worst super fan I've ever seen in my life. I've had head injuries. Like, let's not talk about this now. There is literally a public service announcement, like a PSA on TVs that say, in Australia, that say, do you want to end up like this woman? No, wear a helmet. Yeah. She doesn't remember filming them, but no. there they are. No, I don't remember <laughs> seeing it, but... It's true. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Hey, so semi-final two, this is... Is there anyone left? Is there anyone left? It sounds like you've listed everyone in semi-final one. <laughs> Who's left to bring it in semi-final two? I think all of your kind of televote favourites are actually jammed into semi-final one. I really think that's where rigged. they all are. Rigged. This competition is rigged. Absolutely. So you've got uh, Serbia is an early player in semi-final two. I absolutely a love a song. About keeping my hair healthy. Bittistrava. 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 You've got Australia, of course, our own, who they think will do well with the juries. I don't know how we'll go with the televote. If Dami finished fourth in the televote and Kate finished ninth, I really don't see Sheldon doing particularly well in the televote. Oh, can I say I saw one of uh, the rehearsals, and we talked about this before. Like, we both know that Sheldon Riley can sing. Like, the lad, you know, really can um, sing well. Belt it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he can totally belt it out, except I did see one of the rehearsals. And you know how sometimes this does happen, the pressure of the Eurovision stage? It's a big note and people really want to sell it and they sell it that bit too much and they go beyond passion to pain. Are we talking like Spain 2017? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> 2018, whenever it was. Do not it for your love. Do it for your love. <laughs> I mean, not quite Isaiah bad, but I did see him go for like the big note and it crossed from 
passion to painful and I was watching it and I was just <laughs> so if we could say anything to like Sheldon Riley I know it's like I don't know how you keep your excitement just remember you've gotta keep it just hold it in hold it in hopefully a good result for australia hopefully we'll make the final but looking at semi-final two Uh i do kind of feel pretty confident that we'll be back in a final uh after last year poland that's another big entry in semi-final two and really the only other contender in there is sweden with cornelia jacobs so it really is going to be semi-final one as a bloodbath i think yeah yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some devastated hearts coming out of semi-final one. Oh, there's gonna be so many devastated hearts, and I kind of feel bad for like you know night two. It's gonna seem a bit bow after night one, <laughs> to be honest. You know what? I feel it's like yeah, like you said. Uh, you know, uh, semi-final one is just for everyone at home. Semi-final two is just for the jury. That could be it, actually. You might actually have a televote and a jury semi-final going on here. Yeah. So that could be interesting. In the final, of course, we also have the uh, running spots. Not the spots, but the running halves for the big five. Italy, obviously, back in March, drew number nine. So they'll be performing in the first half. Okay. I don't think that helps them too much. It's not often that you get a winner from the first half. You had Mons a couple of years ago, but that's... Quite literally the only one I can think of. Yeah, that's Mons, though. We shouldn't use him as an example because who else is Mons? No one else is Mons but Mons. Maybe Petra, but other than Petra, (laughs) no one's Mons. (laughs) Also, France, Germany, Spain and Italy all in the first half of the final, which is interesting with only the UK drawing the second half. So you never know. Things could get interesting. Wow. Is that the first time that that's happened? That they've all been bulked up the front? Running orders, I know a lot of useless facts about Eurovision, but who went where in the running order isn't really my strong point. Do you think that that might be good because they're going to try and, like, bump in some excitement because they're going to have all of, like, the semi-final two winners that the people at home are just not going to be interested in because they're all jury picks. And they'll just be like, as they're fading out, and they'll be like, quick, throw a new song at them. That'll bring them back. (laughs) It's possible. The odds have shifted as well. We should talk about this really quickly. Ukraine now about 50% likely to win. I'm not uh, – my gut says they'll win. My my brain says I think they're overestimating the amount of support Ukraine will get, but it does come down to the jury. We know Ukraine will win the televote. Uh There's no two ways about it. It really just comes down to margins, I think. So – You never know. It could be a lot closer than we think it's going to be in the end. That being said, can I say everyone at home who loves the the Ukraine song and wants it to win, don't just assume it's going to win and not vote for it. This only works when you vote for your favourite songs. Remember to vote. And all you Australians, make sure you get up at ridiculous o'clock to vote. That's rich. Guess who's not getting up at ridiculous o'clock? I'm getting up to vote for Ukraine this year. Are you? That's how much I love this song. That's your first ever live Eurovision, I think. I know, Isn't that right? I, I, well, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch it. Like I'm gonna go straight back to bed because I'll be drunk <laughs> from the night before. <laughs> fair call. Fair call. Um, second in the odds now, the United Kingdom. How does that what? sit with you? Probably not too well. I just. I this shocking the amount of people that are you know what it is i just think it is it's because it's been so long since we've had a good song from the uk 
we finally get one that's a bit all right and people are just like upselling it too much. It's just like, calm down. Like it's... But that's kind of how I feel about Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, each to their own. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. But I think for real, there is... Uh, there's a whole thing we'll unpack after the contest. We'll see what happens. Uh, third place now, Italy. They are dropping down pretty quickly. I really, really did not like their rehearsal a couple of days ago. Oh, because really? I think there is. Really? Well, there are some notes on the studio version that Mahmoud just is not hitting live. Oh. And I've said this since San Remo that the live version does not, you know, Translate reach well. the heights of the studio. Yeah. So we'll see, but I really don't think Italy are in the running. I think it's probably a two and a half horse race. Yeah. Uh, between Ukraine, maybe the UK. Someone will emerge as the jury favorite. I know it won't be Ukraine, but mm-hmm. whether the jury favorite can keep up to the televote favorite is really what's going to happen here. I guess that's what it is every year. Uh, but there's an added layer this year. I don't think we should, you know, rule out, you know, Citizen or Subwoofer. I mean, you know, <laughs> eat your salad could be the surprise winner this year. Who knows? Everyone wants to go green. If that doesn't tell you not to take your televoting advice from this woman, <laughs> nothing will. <laughs> hey, being green is cool, all right? Yeah, being green is hot. <laughs> I've forgotten the next lyric. I need the music. <laughs> Eat your salad, save the planet. planet. Being green is sexy as <laughs> Other than that, really, I guess, I mean, everything's out there now. We spend months and months and months planning and getting excited, and now it's here, and now it's just going to be happening in a week. It'll all be over. And that's not to say there isn't some controversy as of right now. I know, I know. There might be someone who's not even going to make it to the starting line. Which is literally in the equivalent, if we're using analogies about running races, uh-huh. she's got one foot over the line and the other foot just might not show up. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> that's how close we are. I think it's time to play a little... Controversy, controversy, controversy. Oh, my Lord. Well, we all know it wouldn't be Eurovision unless there was some flag controversy. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Uh, North Macedonia's competitor, Andrea, apparently may not even make it to the big event after an incident that happened on the turquoise carpet. Uh, Of course, she was posing for photos, doing a ridiculous amount of photos, as you do on the carpet, uh, with her North Macedonia flag, waving it around. Then there's a shot of her basically pitching uh, the flag on its stick. <laughs> she says yeah. over to, you know, the rest of her crew, rest of her attendants, they weren't close enough to hand it to. So she just, you know, without thinking, you know, the photographers were still going. She just pitched the flag at them. Apparently. She yeeted it. Oh, she so yeeted it. Oh, my. They have accused her of scandalous behavior and are yet to decide if they will remove her from the Eurovision Song Contest this year for disrespecting the flag. I don't think they will. It's so close and she's also had to go on like late night television and make like a full apology for it. This just feels like a whole lot of 
getting upset for no reason to me. The flag. She yeeted. Yeeted she the flag. Did. I know. I I saw the flag getting yeeted. I oh. Uh, oh, oh. Shameful behaviour, but also oh. get over it. Oh, oh. Andrea, you need to keep North Macedonia's flag out of your mouth. Oh, right? my God. You have to stop making Will Smith jokes. <laughs> it was a month and a half ago. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Let's wrap this up with some wild predictions. Our last predictions for Eurovision 2022. What do you think we will see at Eurovision? Oh, okay. Um, how many how many wild predictions do we have to have? Three quick ones. Oh, okay. These are <laughs> okay. These are my predictions. Okay, the first one. We are going to see, for the first time, stage diving at the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> at the second part of the song during the Spaceman song, where he's all like, Spaceman! I think he is going to throw himself into the crowd, and then you will just see him floating on a sea of people until he gets to another country that was insulted about being kicked out. <laughs> from Brexit and he gets dropped to the floor. Um, I think that's my first crazy prediction. Crazy is the right word for it. Uh-huh. What about you? Let, let's hear one from you. Uh, I reckon, in fact, on the same token, I think the UK are going to end up in the top five this year. I think it's a guarantee. Wow. Yeah. I have a lot of faith in the UK. In fact, you know what? Yep. I've been listening to it a lot more. I like the song quite a bit. Wow. So... Yeah, let's see how that goes. Wow. Okay. Um, my second controversial opinion, I'm going to say it here. I'm going to say it right now. Somebody is going to get injured because a bit of the stage is going to fall off <laughs> and it's going to hit somebody. I'm saying You're it assuming now. assuming the stage will even work come yeah, the night. Exactly. You'll have something to fall off of. Exactly. Half of it is already like cordoned off with that little yellow caution tape and can't be used. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It'll either be like a prop part of a set. It'll be a light. I'm calling it now. Somebody is going to get schmunked by part of the Italian set. All right. My second prediction is that someone will... Or, f- like, just just stack it on stage. Someone's going to miss Ooh. choreo and just fall flat in their face. I feel it. It's out there. Someone's <gasps> going to do it. Someone's going to be as someone's gonna be sexy as... It's going to be dramatic, and I, I think it'll happen. All right, my other crazy prediction, I'm just going to say it. Somebody's going to catch fire, be it on purpose <laughs> or by accident. This is the year I finally get to see my dream of somebody a fire on the Eurovision stage. I'm calling it now. All right. Interesting take. Hey, here's my third prediction. And I think it's one you're going to like a lot. Ah. I have this gut feeling that Ukraine will win 12 points in every country's televote. Except Belarus. Well, obviously they're not there. (laughs) So of the 40 countries participating, Uh I think Ukraine are going to get 39 sets of 12s in the televote. Oh, wow. And that's something we'll have to unpack. Like I said, you know how I feel about this, but I think it's going to happen. I think this is the year it happens. Oh, you know what? That would be a truly beautiful moment. That is the world coming together. Grab your towels, everyone. (laughs) On that note, that is it for us. We will be back next Monday to unpack all 
of what happened at Eurovision 2022. <gasps> we will also be back next Friday whip, whip. to get straight back into Eurovision Forever, Switzerland. We're just going to keep rolling on. Nothing stops this train, baby. Anything to add, Liz? Oh, my Lord. Well, again, it depends what happens on the weekend. This might turn into a five-part episode. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. A bit of the stage is going to fall off. Somebody's going to catch on fire. There'll be a jetpacks. You know, the, you know, spies from Israel will drop the UK entry deliberately on the ground. It's going to be mayhem. Flags are going to get yeeted. Who knows what's going to happen? The only thing we know for sure is that it is finally, 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 Eurovision season again and I'm so happy to see it back. I'm so happy. I know. And you know what I'm happy about? What? We all made it this far. We all beat COVID and we all get to share it together. Love it. Love it. We will see you on Monday. Have the most fabulous Eurovision week. We love you all to bits. And also, if I may, 12 points to Sweden. Good night. (laughs) No chance. (laughs) 